Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. I've done a video on the hypothalamus, but I've never done a video on the pituitary. So we're going to talk about what the pituitary is and what does it do? It's part of the endocrine system. Now, it's been called the master gland, but to me, it's not really the master gland because the hypothalamus is higher than the pituitary on the echelon of order of um, what controls what. So I would just call it like the middleman, okay? So you have the hypothalamus, which if we compare this to a business, it's the executive director. It holds the function of the certain plans that are sent down the organization, okay? So with the hypothalamus, it has pre-programmed plans of action depending on the environment. So the pituitary is constantly in communication with the environment back and forth with all your uh, perception of getting data and then adapting the various functions of the body to your environment to make sure you stay at a certain constant. So that has to do with what's called homeostasis, the ability to be stable within your environment. So if it's cold, your body's going to pick up information and adapt to that coldness. If you're being chased by a tiger, it's going to adapt to that situation. So when I say pre-programmed plans, I'm talking about various uh, reactions that occur for various situations. So the hypothalamus is going to send down the plan to the middleman, which is the pituitary. And in a business, we would call that the manager, right? So the manager doesn't necessarily do the work of the organization, but it coordinates and gets other employees or staff to do the work. So it's responsible for coordination, giving certain people certain jobs to do and making sure that they do it. And so they're also responsible for compliance. And then we have the next echelon in an organization where you have employees uh, or staff, they're doing the work, very specific uh, jobs. And then when they comply to that job, the manager usually manages by statistics to make sure that that job was done. And so the statistics are the feedback that the manager and the executive director get from the workers, especially if it's a very large organization where there's a lot of different things going on. The executive director is not going to go to every single staff member and find out what they did. They're going to work through managers so they can do more work. Now, if we had a football team, we would have the owner of the team, we would have the coach, and then we have the quarterback, and then we have the other players. Now, the pituitary has a front part called the anterior part, and then a back part called the posterior part. Now, as far as functions go, 80% of the function is going to be more for the anterior part. So with the back part, the posterior part, we have two main hormones, okay? oxytocin, which does a lot of things, but the two main functions has to do with pregnancy, the releasing of breast milk and the contraction of the uterus. Then we have another hormone called vasopressin, which has to do with the retention of fluid in the kidney. Okay. It's called the antidiuretic hormone. So it keeps the water in the body. So you're more hydrated. Now on the anterior part or the front part of the pituitary, so we have a lot of different things going on. We have the control of the thyroid, okay? So it tells the thyroid to release its hormone. We have the control of the adrenal, the outside of the adrenal, which is the um, uh, endocrine part. 
the release of cortisol and other hormones. And so that little tiny part of the pituitary is going to send its communication down into the adrenals and tell it to release its hormone. And then we have another couple of hormones, um, which I'm not going to necessarily get bogged down with the names, but it's going to tell the gonads, both the ovary and the testicle to release its hormones. And then we have prolactin, which does several things, but one of the main things it does is it goes to the breast tissue and it's involved in lactation, breastfeeding. And then we have a, a communication that goes to the liver and that's growth hormone. And the growth hormone is gonna to go to the liver and tell another hormone what to do. It's called IGF number one, which is kind of an extension off the growth hormone. And then we also have two hormone-like um, proteins, enkephalons and endorphins that help decrease pain. So we have the hypothalamus that tells the pituitary what to do. The pituitary then sends communication through various uh, body tissues, releasing various hormones that create different functions. And then once those hormones do their function, a communication is sent back up to the pituitary and the hypothalamus as a way of complying to the order. And so then that communication can be turned off. So as soon as it does its function, then we have a turnoff mechanism going on. Now, some of these hormones are on an automatic thing. It's called a circadian wave. For example, the menstrual cycle, the sleep cycle, growth hormone elevates during sleep. The ovary mechanism happens once a month. So you have a lot of complexities going on, but the simplicity of this mechanism is similar to um, your thermostat. So when it's hot in a room, the thermostat adjusts and it starts cooling off and it's all on automatic depending on what you set. So the body has certain set stable standard things that it operates off of like a temperature usually of 98.6, blood pressure 120 over 80, pulse rate 72, et cetera, et cetera. And so everything is based on these, these set um, points. And then what happens as the environment changes, your body will adapt through this endocrine system, all for the purpose of keeping you alive and healthy. All right, there you go. That's the simplicity of the pituitary.